0: This podcast just happened. I was here with Bibi. I served her a glass of white wine because she just drinks only white wine. And she was telling me that she brought back her empty bottles, wine bottles, at the recycling pace. And they had all these people that they were sorting out the bottles and they were counting. And suddenly she looked at her bottles and she started counting the red wine bottles. And I asked her why. And she said, well, the red wine bottles signify how many times I had sex with my lover because he only drinks red wine. And I said, hold it, hold it. We have to talk about this. And she got on board. So that's the podcast is all about two women talking about Love, sex, and all kinds of girly things. So, are you living the life of your dreams with the partner of your dreams? If not, stay tuned in for this weekend edition of Sexy Confidence Breaks Beds with Lady Deva, Dating Bootcamp Coach, and my guest, Bibi. We have an honest talk with Bibi. Hi, Bibi. Hi. So you were telling me things and I said, okay, we have to stop and we have to come here and talk about it because people would be interested. You were talking about how some men are friend materials, some men are fuck buddies, and some men are non-existent. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And the other thing you were just telling me this story about um, this guy you were talking on the uh, dating site. And you were very open, telling what you want. Would you like to repeat that and how okay. sharp the guy was?
1: <laughs> well, I'm always open and honest about what I'm looking for. I've, I've done online dating for years. It, it has never been successful in finding exactly what I want. It has been successful in finding um make do's and and in between guys absolutely but i've never i never obfuscate i always talk about exactly what i want what i want is something real something lasting a partnership a passionate love affair and i want to come first with somebody not that I have to come first all the time, but that's the <laughs> the case may be.
0: Okay, there's really two, two kind of understandings okay. <laughs> on that. Okay, come first. Um,
1: yeah, now the wine is talking. The reality is that I'm always open and I talk about sex, because if I don't talk about it, then I don't get what I need or want. And that is just the truth of everything. If I go shopping and I'm looking for something in particular, If a salesperson comes and says, can I help you? If I don't tell them what I want, they're not going to give me what I want. Mm -hmm. They may give me something that's good, and it might be something close to what I want, but they're never going to know exactly what I want unless I say it. So I do. And I happen to have a very high libido, and I happen to know exactly what I want, and I straight out say it. So I've come across fellows online dating, and I've always said, I want something real. I want a real relationship and I was telling you the story of this one (laughs) fellow that I met. He called himself Jay. That may or may not be his real name, but regardless, um, he was looking for something casual, and I'm not, so I had decided this wasn't going to happen, and that we could chat as friends, because we got along, and I'm quite open and, and honest, and I'm interested in his experiences and his feedback, and I think the more information we get in this world, the more likely we are to find what we want and to to learn. So I chatted with him, and he was shocked at how open I was about talking about sex and, um, and likes and proclivities and desires and needs and all that other stuff. And he was kind of, I guess, shocked and, and pleased, and, and we, he ended up chatting with me far more often than I'm sure he anticipated, and mm-hmm. certainly more than I anticipated. And he decided he wanted to meet me a couple of times, and we did meet for coffee. But I knew all along he's not about anything other than casual. And so it wasn't really going to happen. But during our conversations, he said that he had never really met a woman that was as open about her sexuality or her needs as I was. And I said, Well, I don't understand that. I don't know if I'm atypical. Maybe I am. I don't know. But I straight up know what I want. And I don't see any reason to pussyfoot around the topic. I'll straight up say exactly what I want. And so I'm shocked and and a little dismayed that there's so many people out there that that don't want to talk about what they want. And then they complain about what they get. So, I mean, that's what we were talking about. And that's the reality of it. What
0: was his... Uh... Did he choked on the phone when you said that this is what you want or?
1: No, he was shocked and titillated and, <laughs> and that's when he decided that maybe we should get together. That's when he asked me to meet him the first time for coffee. I think he thought that he could convince me that casual was the way to go because I do have a high libido and I make no bones about it. I think life is about about pleasure and passion and going out and getting what you want. and. We talked earlier about, you know, if you had a week to live, what would you do with that week? And, you know, drink a lot of wine, have a lot of sex.
0: Yeah. Well, you die happy. Exactly, die happy.
1: And if life is about pleasure and passion, then of course you want those things. Yeah. I don't have kids. I want to put pleasure and passion and excitement and learning and connection as my first priority in life. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I think he was. It just came across as shocking. <laughs> so the conversation then becomes: Am I atypical, or guys are they just not listening?
0: Mm-hmm. I I don't know. You know what's interesting that I did this podcast and it's on men who were saying that, yeah. They get from time to time a blowjob. I don't know why they call it blowjob because you don't blow, you suck. Anyway, <laughs> so they 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 come through, and um, they get it only twice a year: Christmas and birthdays. And, and birthdays. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I never heard of that. So what's wrong with that? What's going on? Isn't that weird? There are many women use sexuality to get something even in marriage mm-hmm. it's like you are nice to me you get me something okay you get sex i don't know maybe because they they are not satisfied and i know that my i had a grandmother and she was totally appalled by sex because she says oh what what is there it's like you just get it over and and leave and she was not at all for for sex because i don't think my grandfather ever knew how to handle her Hmm, so, that's sad. It's sad, but that those were the times. But I'm thinking that maybe those women who are not for the sex, maybe they did not get satisfaction during sex, and they, they prefer to put it aside. Okay, they are busy, they work, kids and everything. But still, there is the time that you connect, that you want to be with that person, and nothing is more intimate. Mm -hmm. than than making love. Making love, not the quickie, but making Mm. love. It's interesting you use that term. I I don't
1: know if this is the norm, and I'm not 100% sure how I feel about this, but my thought is that in this lifetime, and I'm almost 50, I have had sex, and I've fucked, and I've had fun, and... I don't know if I've ever been made love to, and I think that's different. I would like, and my aim is to go there. I want both. I want hot sex and I want making love and I want connection and all of that stuff. But I don't understand not liking sex. I mean, it is pleasure and it's only ever going to be pleasure if you expect to have pleasure and you let yourself enjoy it. And I've talked to women Trends that say oh you know I can't I, you know sometimes I just roll over and take one for the team oh my <laughs> as, as married women and I'm like holy crap what an awful idea <laughs> I like I said I have a high libido I would wa- I want I wanted at least twice a day morning and night sometimes more um I want I want connection I want pleasure and it is it has never been something that I th- lay there and I think, Oh my God, is he looking at my tummy? Is he looking at this? Am I, do I have something in my teeth? Oh, I forgot to load the dishwasher. Or what about this? Or what about that? I could care less about that. This is about pleasure and passion. And if a man is in bed with me, I'm pretty damn sure he's not looking at my belly. He's thinking about someone else. <laughs> and I, I, that's what it's supposed to be about
0: but you know what what's interesting most men want that most Mm -hmm. men want a woman capable to to be there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but but why cannot be the whole the whole package not just not just for the sex but what about the whole person Mm -hmm. well that's the thing because and that's been my experience
1: like I've never had a complaint sexually. Never once have they said, oh, I don't enjoy that. They've always been, oh my God, you know, this or that. And I've uh, never been with a woman who was so in touch with their body. And I mean, multi orgasmic and all the other stuff that, but that for me is a selfish act, like blowjobs. I like, please birthdays and, and Christmas, that's pathetic. It is the most powerful feeling to be able to control somebody else's pleasure. And that in and of itself, maybe I'm a control freak, I don't know, but that in and of itself is an aphrodisiac. So why wouldn't you want to give somebody pleasure if it's entirely in your grasp, literally and figuratively, to do so? Um, So why wouldn't you? Um, Why wouldn't you take pleasure in watching the effect of what you're doing to somebody? Why wouldn't you expect the same back? Like I'm pretty damn selfish. I want to have more than one orgasm. And usually I have way more than they ever get. But the reality is it's about give and take. And um, I think the biggest part of the equation is that it's not just one, one time and getting to know somebody who they are, and what they care about, and what they feel, and not just, you know, slap and tickle and, and this and that, it's about their thoughts, and their their dreams, and their hearts, There's sex, and then there's connection, and there's heart connection, and if you can give someone pleasure in bed, or backseat of the car, or wherever you may be, um... That's one thing. But if you can then connect with them intellectually and emotionally and spiritually and know that you can give them pleasure more than just physically, then the physical side of things becomes more intense and more deep. And for me, more often.
0: <laughs> Do you believe, I don't know, because I hear a lot of complaint from women and men sometimes, is making love overrated because oh God, all this no. this uh, porn and everything everybody wants it fast it's like i don't think people take the time to spend it to to explore each other's body because that's the whole idea you you see what makes the other person happy and mm-hmm. you know just be there and do it
1: here's the thing it doesn't always take a lot of time but it takes effort and intent Because the reality of the situation is that the biggest um, erogenous zone in any human being is their brain or their mind. And you need to understand what turns them on mentally before you will ever turn them on physically. Knowing that can change the equation. Absolutely. It doesn't have to take hours. I mean, you can do a a quickie in an alley because you can't get home fast enough. And it can be mind-blowing as long as you know what will turn them on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it is both a sex, a sexually selfish thing to do, and it's a sexually giving thing to do, is to think about what turns this person on. Because if if they're turned on, they're going to want to please you too. And from my experience, and I can only speak to what I've I've encountered in life, most men that I've been with have been way more turned on by their effect on me than my effect on them, mm-hmm. which is an odd experience. And I mean, guys grow up wanting to be heroes. They want to be firemen or superheroes or or cops or protectives or something to save mm-hmm. the day and, and be the hero. And if they can give you more than one orgasm or make you cry out and scream their name or or moan in a way that turns them on they're gonna be so much happier and
0: it's a confidence for guys knowing that they they did that uh it's a confidence for them and it's, it's no bigger confidence than that oh yeah so i don't know why they would not take the time some of them Mm-hmm.
1: You know, one of my well, that sounds awful. My current <laughs> lover, um, I asked him what what he makes him happy, and he said being able to make me come more than once, uh, and being um, able to do for me what he does, and he does it very well, um, makes him feel like a man, and. Damn right, you better be a man if you're going to be in my bed, because that's what I want. Um, it just, it makes sense.
0: Do you have a sign up there? Yeah, I should.
1: <laughs> Over your bed. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. <laughs> you're making me sound like McDonald's. Over one billion served. No, that's no. not the case.
0: No. My uncle, my uncle, he lived in a loft, mm-hmm. and upstairs was the bed. So he had a sign before you went upstairs says, if you come up here, give up any hope to escape, but you will call God and he will be there. Something like that. Something like that. And it was like, oh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> you know, oh like God. you pray to see
1: God <laughs> <escape> could, <laughs> Or at least cry his name. <laughs> well, here's the part that I don't understand. I've talked to other women friends. I I understand it. I don't understand why they continue to do it. They put all these things in their brains and that overwhelms them and takes them out of being in their body in the moment. So they get into bed with their partner, whether that be spouse, boyfriend, lover, whatever. And they're, they're worried about, is my belly flat? Or... Am I jiggling or did I do the dishes or are the kids asleep or this or that or the other thing? And they're not in their bodies and they're not in the moment and they're not experiencing pleasure. They're putting all these things ahead of them and they're thinking about everything except their partner, their body, their pleasures. And it ruins things.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I can't even imagine letting that ruin a sexual encounter
0: you have to let yourself go, go and i believe that people are so into their heads as you mm-hmm. said that maybe they can start some breathing exercises some some yoga some whatever tantric yoga there it is mm. or um, you know meditation but really, that moment, I mean, we only have this moment. And I don't understand why people are not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And after they complain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But why complain if you don't take the time? You ha- it was right there for you.
1: I don't believe in complaining. I think I believe in addressing things and trying to figure out what you need to do to fix things. But that's you. That's me, which maybe I'm weird. I don't know. but, yeah, um, but in
0: a good way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope so. But I have so many friends that, you know, we get together in groups, and I end up standing there or sitting there quietly listening while they complain about their partners or their spouses. And I think, why are you doing that? That only makes you stupid and appear stupid because you picked that guy, and you decided that interaction you decided to let the dishes and housekeeping come between you and your your partner or your sexual satisfaction
0: you decided to put that in your brain flip and let it go but i don't understand why you complaining about someone you live with and after you go home and you pretend like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It's that's a double standard. That's two-faced. That's it's, it's you know stupid. Either you are with the person or you are not. If if you complain all the time, just get out.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, and I refused to do it. Even when I was married, I would never ever talk to my friends about my spouse in a disparaging may- way. I mean, there was every once in a while where I'd say, you know, oh, I wish he would communicate better but I would never ever talk about our sex life in any way that um, was descriptive or disparaging or dismissive because Mm -hmm. I picked that and I'm participating in that. So if I want it different, I need to communicate that with the partner, not with some girlfriends in a room full of wine bottles and and bitchiness. That doesn't
0: do anything. It's your role. It's your your duty to make the change mm-hmm. because you have choices Absolutely. and if th- things did not happen maybe you did not communicate it properly absolutely so
1: absolutely now as for your grandma i can imagine her disappointment because back in the day they didn't even know about the clitoris um oh they just find
0: out how it looks i just read an article yeah. that they some there was a woman who wanted to go and in all times, and ask if she can go to a dissection, so she can see how the clitoris looks. Yeah. And they said, "No, you are not allowed to." And finally, finally, mm-hmm. you can see how it looks. Actually, it looks almost like, uh, like uh, the guy's balls, and uh, you know, like mm-hmm. the the clitoris is like a little small penis or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it. We are the same.
1: Yeah. The shape of it's almost like a yeah. wishbone with yeah. only a tiny little bit showing. Yeah. And that's why, you know, they say that the G-spot isn't, you know, some G-spot. It's the inner side of the clitoris. And if you understand the biology of your body, if you take the time to know what pleases you, if you take the time to know yourself instead of wallowing in, in self-hatred or... Um,
0: Expecting the other person to know your body. Oh, yeah. Because it's your body. You should That's know it. That's the
1: thing. I remember um, m- one of my exes. Well, now my, it's
0: okay. It's the ex, so we can Yeah, <laughs> so my
1: ex-husband, I he was so deeply discom- discomforted by talking about anything. And it, whenever I wanted to talk about sex or what I needed or what I wanted, he didn't want to talk. And he felt like if he was a man, he would know. And if we were meant to be together, we would just know each other. There's no just knowing. I'm not a mind reader, nor is he. And if you can't communicate what you need, then you're never, ever going to get it.
0: My dear. Show me the man who's all going to ask for directions. I've had them. I've had them say, yeah, yeah I'll take few, direction. Very few. No, no, but I'm talking even when they drive the car. <laughs> so how do you expect them to take direction <laughs> for your body? That's what I meant.
1: I used to joke, oh my God, Emma, I used to joke that uh, I would... I should get a a dildo with a suction cup and put it on the dashboard of my car because you know that there's a compass in there and you'll never get lost (laughs) if you have a dick. (laughs) But that's not the case. I've had partners say, you know, if you need something, tell Mm -hmm. me what it is. And I've had other partners where, you know, a quick grabbing of their hair and putting them (laughs) their head where they need to be works just wonders. Yeah.
0: It's breathe, because you won't be breathing for the next 15 minutes. (laughs) Deep breath, (laughs) deep breath. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, it's so funny. It's true.
1: (laughs) But the reality is you know you have to things evolve too you have to communicate yeah um, i think that when you're comfortable with somebody and they understand that you're there about pleasure and passion and yeah. um, you're not mm-hmm. judging them as failing you can just communicate better or not and get yeah. what you want or not mm-hmm. the more open and communicative and accepting you are the easier it is to share different things and um expand and learn and I mean, the reality is, sex is never boring,
0: and it's it's very different with everybody. Yeah, because your body is different, even if they look the same, but the touch, everything is different. So it's, oh. uh, and some touches are better than others. But yeah. well,
1: chemistry plays
0: a big role. A huge, like I was. I don't know. Have you seen on Netflix, Love is Blind? No, I haven't. Oh my God, you have to see it. I want, but it's so true that. Okay, they talk, they talk, but when it comes together, is the chemistry. Mm-hmm. If it's not there, mm-hmm. you can have everything there. You know, the same page, you have to be uh, same goals, yeah. same interest. but it, then you are just friends.
1: Well, that's the thing. You have to have chemistry. Um, I've dated online off and on for years, and every time I'm online, I have the same experience. It's invariable. In That I meet somebody and we chat for a while and they think and they assert repetitively, oh, I know that you're the one, you know, we're meant to be together. There's such, you know, we're going to be good. And I always preface by saying, you know what, sure, let's meet sooner than later, because Mm -hmm. I don't want to waste time Mm -hmm. on something when there's no chemistry. And um and they're like, Oh, I know there's gonna be chemistry. I know it, I know it, I know it I you're the one. I've seen your photos and we've talked and we're on the same page and, and we're ready for each other and this is the way it is supposed to be and and then you meet and in my experience almost invariably there is no chemistry. Um and then they the touch shocked.
0: the smell, the touch, the smell, the energy. Yeah,
1: there's pheromones. Yeah, yes. there's there's all these other things that come into a play and I'm not gonna go forward unless there's chemistry they're just it's such a waste of time so yeah chemistry is huge and finding the right chemistry is more than just um, more than just body parts matching or meshing it's about all the other stuff
0: like yeah. you said it's, it's yeah it it has to do such a like people they talk and I have been Covering this, that you have to be beautiful and whatever, yeah, it's attractive in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But if you have nothing to talk about, what else is there? Mm-hmm. It's attractive, but when it, how many times you see a, a beautiful woman with not such a good-looking man or vice versa, mm-hmm. and has and they are totally in love and has nothing to do with beauty, has nothing to do, it. It cannot be explained. Yeah. Not metaphysically, nothing. It cannot be explained. So you can be the most beautiful woman, and there is a guy who is bored with you.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, here, Halle Berry's been cheated on. J-Lo's been cheated on. These women are stunning, and yet, guys, it's not enough for them. Whatever reason that may be. Um, I am... I look at myself as an acquired taste. I don't think I'm any stellar beauty or anything, and I am um, far from perfect physically. But I know my body and I know what I want. I also know very well the skills that I possess and how to use them. Um, I am very sexually confident. There's no question about it.
0: That's where I want to tell you. You are beautiful, but there are women that passes by and you can uh, you can sense that they are very sexual mm. and that sexuality atta- attracts men it you, you are not even aware of you are very confident with who you are you are very confident in you know what are your likes and dislikes <coughs> but uh, <coughs> i'm going to edit this but when it comes to uh, to a person it's some people, they are just very sexy. It's, it's, the, it's the demeanor. It's not the look. It's, it's who they are. You cannot fake that. You cannot learn that. You know, you can pretend that, oh, you know, dress in a... <clears throat> you can pretend to be uh, sexy and dress in a very revealing clothing, in high heels. And for me, that's just trashy. The real sex appeal, it's very different. It's something that cannot be learned, cannot be pretended to have it. You have it or not.
1: I think that's true for a lot of people. Um, And obviously the way you carry yourself will tell you, tell the world how comfortable you are in your body. Um, I'm comfortable in my body, and yet my body does not reflect what I think it should. And so there's ways that I deal with that in ways that I should, that I am not currently, but I'll get to it. Um, The reality is that I'm comfortable in my humanity, and my humanity, by that I mean, I have a hierarchy of needs, as most people do. And I mean, you need to eat, you need to drink, you need to breathe, you need sex, you need connection, you need love, all of which... Is part of being a human being. And the love side of things can be found with good friends, with family, with a pet for that matter. You can find love and affection in a lot of ways and places. Um, Romantic love has so far eluded me. At least long-lasting true romantic love that's reciprocated has eluded me. But I have found friendship and respect and physical pleasure. I have found fantasy and excitement and passion. I just want it all in one package.
0: (laughs) I have found a lot of those and lots of frogs. Mm -hmm. And that's where it stops. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: It's hard. There's so many frogs out there. And there are so many guys that will claim to be one thing in order to get what they want. And I mean... I've had these conversations like the fellow Jay that wanted to have casual and then morphed his idea into being with me because he thought, you know, oh, she's sexually open and she's, she's, you know, adventurous and she's got this high libido and maybe I could make that work. But the reality is he's not emotionally available. And I want all of it. I want everything. And um, and you know what, mm.
0: you should go for everything. Should, yep.
1: um, it's just a matter like of finding the a grown-up that do I don't like the do
0: should, the should usual, but what I'm saying, why be happy with crumbles mm. and not go for the whole thing?
1: I think that you can do, you should have the whole thing. Yeah. Um I'm not somebody who's willing to to dry up and blow away in the interim, that's the problem, because I'm of two minds. I mean, there's the the whole, as I said to you earlier, the law of physics that that says the that two objects cannot occupy the same space and time. So if I have somebody in my bed, that is an okay make do for now. How is that spot going to be found? You know, free for the good for the long term. I want to find the long term, but. Um, the reality is that I've been so frustrated in the search for so long and the world is such a place right now where everyone is willing to satisfy for immediate you know, be satisfied with immediate gratification and, and the short and the casual and the meaningless and the superficial surface dwelling bullshit that everyone is peddling these days. That every once in a while you just think, Okay, I need I need to just make do with the pleasure of the moment and the passion and my current lover only wants casual. I mean, he's got kids, he's got, um, a life he's got issues and he's not capable of giving more. I don't think I would even want more from him because we're not in the same place. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's damn good in bed. And so does that mean I'm giving up on filling that spot with somebody else? Perhaps I am. I don't know, that's the conundrum that I face. I don't know if that means that I have walked away from the possibility of more.
0: Why don't you keep your options open? I'm not saying that you're not with this guy from time to time because, you know, it's like you have to eat, so... <laughs> okay, whatever, but, <laughs> but, um, do you don't put the emphasis on this on this person? Mm-hmm. It's just like okay, if I have a one night stand or whatever with him again, it's okay. But your focus to be to find the other one, and mm-hmm. whenever there is a possibility that you think that you like that person, then you know everything else you cut out until you know that it's the right one or not.
1: That's been the way I've been proceeding
0: but only lately
1: no actually for the yeah. last almost a year okay. almost a year it's oh, been yeah. like
0: that
1: it's just a frustration
0: i know but you know what those dating sites are crap oh, i'm I sorry go back to them no again. don't go back uh even though now it's okay because you can have uh you're not supposed to get together with anybody so you can have phone <laughs> sex uh, whatever sex
1: uh, thank you coronavirus <laughs>
0: Get as many vibrators as you want.
1: <laughs> oh no, they'll suck. But
0: you know what? <laughs> but seriously, just just wait. What happens? You know? Yeah. Well, and
1: I, I mean, Give the reality is you time. have to. There's... But
0: go in places that you would meet people who have the same interest. I'm thinking about someone who I know it's a political figure. And she got married with uh, this man. They knew each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, They are totally a match made in heaven. I mean, I have seen him having eyes only for her. And they are in the same environment. They have the same jobs, basically. But she waited for a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. So if you have something you like to do, just... Attend those places, and I do.
1: I do those things, and I—I mean,
0: and what's you know me quite well. You've never seen any of those guys that no. That changed the. the... You
1: know that I'm out there, and I'm and I'm very active in the world.
0: I know. I know. Um,
1: and I go and I pursue what I like, and I do what I do, and most of the time, in the last few months, I've been doing those things by myself because I think. It's not because, but primarily I've noticed that, you know, if women are in a group, they're less likely to be approached because it's intimidating for men, especially in in where we live. Yeah, Men seem to, I don't know whether they're timid or, or what.
0: We are in BC. In yeah. BC, I don't see really men approaching women.
1: They don't. And there's don't. a fear of a rejection or there's all sorts of things. There's a lot of surface dwellers here. So... I And I'm very open, I talk to everybody, I'm friendly, I pursue my passions. And I assumed I would meet someone like-minded in doing so. I have not as yet.
0: Maybe you have to find a different place to go. Perhaps. Um, you... And maybe
1: I will, maybe I won't. The reality is I have to work on me quite a bit, I know that. Yes. I need to just accept life as it comes at me right now. As I said, I'm almost 50 and things are changing in my world. I'm owning things differently than I used to. Good. And, uh, but also 50 seems to be this, this benchmark in the dating world where if you're over 50, there's a certain, you're kind of not as attractive as you were when you were under fifty. I have friends that are in their fifties that regularly, when they date online, list themselves as being younger because they don't get as much attention as they would listing their true age. I've met men that they, you know, list themselves as you know six to ten years younger because of that 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 magic number.
0: Well, it's true because when I signed up on the dating sites, I was doing this research. Mm-hmm. And I put my picture, and in two weeks, I got maybe two or three uh, responses. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm going to be really, really there, and I took out 15 or 20 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in and two days, boom. 25. Yeah. And I'm like, I did not change. I'm the same person, same picture, same whatever. Yeah. It's age-related. And I think it's it's really crappy because age is just a number. Yeah. The way how you interact with people, that's what is important and what you know and how you know it, what kind of person you are. Mm-hmm. Your age doesn't make you kinder or, Nothing. or not. You know? And it's
1: funny because, I mean, I'm not comparing myself in any capacity, but J.Lo is 50.
0: Yeah. Jennifer
1: Aniston is 50. All these women that are considered sex symbols and, and ultra desirable are in their 50s, and yet that number scares men away when I was first divorced I was 42 and um I thought oh my god I'm 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 single I'm gonna have to be out there what is this world like and so I went on a, a dating site and I it had the option of putting a photo or not I think it did actually it required a photo but you could make it public or not And I, so I put a photo and I thought I had put it as private. I really just wanted to go on and and look at who was available in my dating bracket Mm -hmm. and who was out there. Um, And it turned out that I had put a photo visible, which I hadn't anticipated, but I went on and I looked at all sorts of pictures and in like 15 minutes, I thought, oh gosh, this isn't for me. This is, this is out there. I'm not ready for this. And so I logged out and I forgot about it. And the next morning because the website alerted my email to people who were liking or messaging me within within like that 10-hour period, maybe less than 10 hours probably. I had 184 messages. Yeah. At 42, I mean I I understand now that there's a sensation of, you know, fresh meat on a di- a dating site and they can see who's new and they want to message the fresh fresh meat and yeah. it's like spraying forgive the vernacular but shooting shit at a barn door something's gonna stick so they just message everybody and hopefully somebody will respond so i mean there's so many messages that are just like hey or hello beautiful or whatever the silliest weakest hi how are you 180 plus people in a certain amount of time and i understand now that that's what that was but it was overwhelming the difference between being fresh meat at 42 and being fresh meat at 49 is um, shocking because it's certainly not 189 at this point. Um, I think it was like 75 and in the same time frame the last time I decided to weigh into online dating. And I can just imagine that that number is going to wane even more after the age of 50. And I've had friends, like I said, that that do not claim to be 50 or or their real age for that matter. Put
0: 150. Sorry? Put 150. Put
1: 150. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) But you should be able to. It is. Or 95
0: or something like that. Yeah. Because really, I don't know. It's and then when they meet you and they find out how old you are, oh you lied. Mm. Hello?
1: Yeah, you lied too. You're two inches shorter than you claimed, or usually more like three or four inches shorter than you claimed, and five years older than you claimed. <laughs> Virtually every guy I've ever met, except for, of course, the tall ones, have claimed to be two inches taller than they actually are. Virtually every guy that I've met has claimed to be two did years you, younger did, than I mean, two you years older that, than
0: they are. Did you take the tape measure and? Oh, I can tell. <laughs>
1: I can tell. I'm 5'8", and I wear stilettos on the regular. If I go to meet somebody who same says they're 5'8", I'll wear flats. And if I'm towering over them, there is a big, clear, red flag that says, you're a liar. You're not 5'8". Yeah. I'm 5'8". You're maybe 5'5", five 5'6", five, five if that. It's so evident. And then there's so many of them that don't even want, don't even intend to meet you ever. Like they, they dive into these conversations and they have all this, this talk, but when you say, okay, let's meet for coffee, that's, that's never possible. Could
0: be, and this, this happened, I know I have been talking about this, could be that they are married.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. And
0: of course they don't want to meet, but they want to have that ego stroke. Oh yeah. In a way. Yeah. You know,
1: online dating is addictive. Yeah, Absolutely. I don't know if people talk about this or if we've talked about yeah, it before. it is
0: addiction. It there is, is addiction. an immediate
1: endorphin hit by the idea that somebody is
0: attracted to you. It's the same thing like social media. Mm-hmm. You're looking. Is anybody pleased with my answer? Anybody likes me? Yeah. Do they like my picture? Yeah. So it's the same thing. And How I, many likes did I get? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Absolutely it is. And And the need for external validation whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, online dating. Somebody tells you you're beautiful. It feels great. Whether they mean it or not is another story. But what is it that you're looking for? Are you looking for that fake surface-dwelling emotional or hormonal hit of endorphins or or adrenaline or what have you? Or are
0: you looking for real? That's why... Is important to take the time to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And if somebody comes up with oh you are beautiful, how you know? Because beauty is just one sided, it's many layers of beauty the inside thing. what it is. Uh, so yeah, it it's really interesting, it's fascinating in a way. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Annoying in the other way so because annoying. I'm talking to all these people Yeah, and everybody's kind of complaining. Oh. I know but I know people who got married uh, Off from, of online. Yeah, hearing.
1: I've I've known a couple actually I know two. Two. One ended in divorce and one has been they've been married. I think 12 or 13 years now It's an interesting scenario. Yeah, the couple that have been married a long time They've been through a lot and they're continuously checking in with each other and reevaluating the state of the relationship and talking about what needs to happen and what doesn't and That's what they need. Yeah. Um, but they've they've healed themselves in a lot of ways and they've grown in a lot of ways and they've abandoned things that they thought were important that turned out weren't important. The couple that got married and actually divorced within a year, she talked herself into it. She was doing it for the wrong reasons. She thought she needed to give up a father figure to her kids. She thought she needed to do something. She was never particularly attracted to that guy. Um, she was making do. And, of course, it didn't even last a full year. She should never have finished uh, gone through with that marriage. And, in fact, when they were at, about to have the ceremony, her friends were saying, you know, you don't need to do this. And she's like, no, no, I have to. Everybody's here. You it's know?
0: desperation. When yeah. people are desperate, too, they have to have someone. If you don't have someone oh why are you alone because i love being alone i'm not alone but
1: here's the thing the world is is designed and and put together to celebrate coupleness to enable couplehood and to make life easier to be a couple like i am single and i want to travel Mm -hmm. so i find a deal on a website but it's no longer a deal when you add the extra five or $600 as a single supplement. There's no longer a deal when you have to pay extra for this and that and the other thing. Um, there's all sorts of wonderful groupons for dining with for two. There's excitement and travel opportunities for two. There's There's always for two. And I'm not a two. So... I end up being a third wheel, a fifth wheel, or paying more to be a uh, single. And- um, Can
0: you find somebody, like friendship? Like, you know, okay. Oh yeah, there's friends so that will that's go what, with you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's not the same though. It, it's not, you don't want to go uh, to Paris with, you know, like whoever. Or Italy or something. No, you don't want to go to Italy. Period. No,
1: you can't go to Italy. It's shut down.
0: uh, (laughs) But the reality is,
1: should these places not be shut down, um, and assuming that we'll open again, uh, the reality is when you plan a vacation to somewhere romantic, you want to go with a romantic partner. And if you don't have one, it changes the picture. And I do. I want a romantic partner. I, I really want one. Am I willing to put up with crap in order to have just somebody? No. Am I willing to I'm going to haunt do? you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's so hard. It is so hard because there's opportunities left, right, and center. And especially in my case, because I'm open and I discuss sexuality and I express my, my own desires. There are the surface dwellers that want to just talk about sex and and have a sexual relationship and think that's all there is, yeah, it's not enough for me.
0: No, good, good, yeah.
1: yeah. I want that. Don't of get course. me wrong. Of course, I, I. It's very, very clear to me that that is an important key, essential to any romantic yeah, relationship. Yeah, but you don't
0: want just it's not that. enough. It's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. So, if guys, you listen, it's not enough. <laughs>
1: No, it isn't. You can I mean, you do can it on me. your own. Yeah, and and I can't tell you the number of them. They they think that the the most romantic thing or the the best thing to do is to talk about sex and talk about what you want to do to me physically. But you know, okay, that's awesome. And and if it if it's what I imagine I want, that would be great. If it's not, then I can teach you what I need or want. It's not enough. No, and I want more than just that.
0: Most people want more, and I find less and less people go into a relationship, or they go and mm-hmm. next th- next thing you know they are alone again, yeah, and why it I cannot understand everything is so disposable that's the thing. people
1: expect perfection if they don't get perfection, then it's throw- disposable. Throw it away and move on to the next one next, next, you're not enough, you're not perfect, you're next so
0: But life is about learning, learning. you know, and about getting better and about knowing yourself, about making the right choices with what you know now, Mm -hmm. not what you knew like 20 years ago. Exactly.
1: And meeting and learning and connecting with somebody really truly isn't just about their physicality or the sexuality. It's about oh, I didn't know that about you. I, I I learned that. Okay, now let's learn something else. And how do you feel about this? And how do you feel about that? And what do you want? And facing the same direction and learning and growing together. I mean, no one is a static human being. And if they are, they're short-lived because if you're not growing, you're dying.
0: And if, if it one one person grows, the other one not, in the relationship, you're doomed. Yeah. You know, I find that if you're on the if you are on the same page with everything, it becomes boring. You mm-hmm. have to have those discussions. You have to have those those arguments, not fights. Uh, mm-hmm. I was listening to an interview. It was with Michael J. Fox, and they said, "How come you're uh, together f- uh, with Tracy for the thirty-one years already?" Mm-hmm. Says, "Well, we keep our um, our sex dirty and our fights clean." That's perfect, and I yes. love it. And I said. Yeah it's you know like that make out sex after the fight it's the best sex usually mm-hmm. because you have to say I can't even explain it but it's not boring because you you had an argument you had you, you stated your point of view and the other person their point of view so you got to a point that you are all high on adrenaline, and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's well, and you've
1: restated your individuality, your personhood. Absolutely, so I'm passionately going to fight you on something, and you're going to passionately fight me on something else. And we've come to a place where okay, we agree to disagree, or we okay, we agree that we're not going to, to pursue this fight, but we still want to pursue each other physically and emotionally, and all the other stuff. Then you bring the two people together, and it's a different explosion of chemistry. I think that's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. and
0: Nothing is worth when people are afraid to express themselves, not to lose the other person. And because of that, they're going to lose the person. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, I mean, my parents have been married for over 50 years. And they got married when they were essentially just kids. They were still in their teens when they got married. They're not the same people. They've been through hell and high water and all sorts of everything that would possibly um, break a couple up. But they're still together. They're still learning each other. They're still respecting each other. And there's still a spark and a chemistry and an excitement to learn and grow and do things together. And sometimes I've seen them angry and and, and spiteful and The essence is we're here together, we've chosen to get each other to be together, we choose every single day to be with this person, and as a choice, it's an active decision to make the most of it. To connect in a real way,
0: and the big thing here, the big word is commitment. You mm-hmm. commit to stay with that person no matter what. Yeah, it's well, commitment. and it's exciting,
1: frankly, yeah. if you can find a way to get around that uh, that annoying habit or that something that makes you just want to smash them in the face. There's <laughs> something else that makes them you want to grab their ass and 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 pull them close. Like there's always something. And if you can find that something that will get you through the frustration, it brings the passion. There has to be passion and there has to be connection. And I want
0: Chemistry, that. Chemistry. Chemistry.
1: It's a magic. It's a magic concoction. I have not found it. I found lots of cocks, not the magic concoction. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a sad state of the of the. Situation, but it's true. I want
0: the magic. That and you should get it. <laughs> That's One I hope, hope. Oh, I have so much fun with you. Thank you so much, baby. Thank you. Thank you. I've had
1: fun, and I'm, the wine is gone now. So
0: <laughs>
1: you can't get any more out of me at this point. <laughs>
0: no, I won't. And I'm. I'm really looking forward to hear when you find that special one.
1: I'd like to be yeah. able to share that with you.
0: You're going to take the time, and you are taking your time, okay. and uh, and your time comes, I promise you. I hope so. Thank you. Thank you. One thing is sure. If you take your time and discover the other person's body, and you discover every time something new, for me, I think it's more pleasing than always looking for that next person and next person and thinking that is going to give you the pleasure that you want for me and what i believe in that it's nothing more important than intimacy and intimacy in a way that you trust your partner so much then you can tell them anything can be confident in role-playing and act out your imagination and your wishes. So until next time, live the life of your dreams with the partner of your dreams. Eva says goodbye.